0: We uh we going live, baby! In three, two, one. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Meet the Streamer Podcast, episode two. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Meet the Streamer Podcast, episode two. What up, everybody? Gotta love it. Um, how's everybody doing today? We are uh we're gonna do this shit. So this is uh episode number two, hosting your boy C Minor Gaming. Which, uh, if you guys don't know, he's actually one of my close friends and just started streaming. I don't know. What, what would you say that your first day of streaming was?
1: Like, like seriously tried, streaming, like,
0: seriously taking it, like,
1: seriously streaming, man. Probably like two
0: weeks ago. Yeah. And what? What? Uh, cause what? What changed that? Cause before, cause we kind of started the same way, right? It was like, you know, you put on the you put on the mixer broadcast while you are playing Xbox for the boys, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it was.
1: was it, It was just a dream, really, and to be honest, the reason why it's kind of, I kind of went along more to chase it is because of you, to be honest. Uh, You had an idea, and then you decided to go through with it. You have your own brand now. You got your own followers now, and I'm like, shit, like, I can do this, too. (laughs) Shit, let's all do it. Like, we already play enough Mm -hmm. as it is. Why not, you know, take that next step further um, Mm -hmm. like you did and just, just chase it, man?
0: yeah that's uh that's kind of the you know that's the funny thing now we uh i want to go ahead before we get into the whole um like what you did for your platform and and the things that you've done to change it because you just did some drastic changes to your brand and to your channel and shit like that i want to talk about like what started your gaming experience like what was the game that you are like fuck like i'm doing this for the rest of my life like you know that just caught you hooked
1: Bro, I've been playing video games since I was out the womb, bro. Like started with Super Mario World. I remember first Super Nintendo, my mom got that for me, and I honestly been hooked on video games since. But what I guess a game that really kind of got me really into it and you know wanted to like get good at it was probably Call of Duty was probably like the first competitive game I'm sure everyone's played. Um, you know, putting hours and hours into that instant grinding out um so that was probably the number one game probably when call of duty four came out on 360 i lost so many college nights <laughs> and failed so many tests because i was just up all night playing that game man mm. Telling.
0: i feel that and then uh yeah so that that got you into but you when did you start gaming though like i know that those games probably hooked you but did you start on, like, a 64 or, like, a Sega? Hey, or...
1: Super Nintendo, man.
0: Super Nintendo?
1: Super, Super
0: Nintendo. damn, boy. It's,
1: like, 90, 94, I want to say. Five years old.
0: Well, I mean, because that's a little bit different. I've talked about it here. Like, my, my first console was a 64. That was, like... I mean, other than playing, like, Pong and shit like that, you know what I mean? You're too young, like, man.
1: You're too young, man. But
0: <laughs> 64 was, like, my first console, so it's nice to... Because you, you are a little bit older than me. not Not by much, but you... In in the I gaming industry, animals. if you if you guys don't know, the gaming industry things change so fast, right? That like, it's just three years difference or three four years apart. Like you start different. Like now kids now, if they heard that we started on like you started on a Super Nintendo, I started on a on a fucking sixty four, they'd be like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Exactly. All the all these kids out here playing like Fortnite on on PC like off rip. You know what I mean? Right. Like. I didn't even hear about PC gaming until, like, maybe, like, my sophomore year of high school, it became big, and I heard some people playing League and shit like that, but it was, like, just straight console, you know what I mean? So, but it, were you allowed to play a lot as a kid, or no?
1: (laughs) So, that's that's a very funny thing. So, I mean, I got in trouble a lot. So, (laughs) the first first thing my mom would do was definitely take away video game time mm-hmm. that would be the first thing she either unplug it and hide it somewhere and be like you can't play for a week or a month or whatever until you know you stop talking in class i was always that that clown in class that I'd always try to get attention so i would always get in trouble by teachers for having unsatisfactory conduct so my mom was always taking away the games man and mm-hmm. i hated that <laughs> Hated that. It just made me want to play more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> things
0: where where uh whatever they take away, which was kind of my that was my situation too, which I think most. of we've talked about a lot. Like I I didn't even get to really play until I was like in high school. I was allowed to play like on weekends, like maybe two days a week if that. And then I got to high school and I was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm playing every day." You know what right. I mean? And that kind of kind of bit but you um before the whole video game thing and before like you you also are huge which if people don't know you're also huge into like jiu into like muay thai into you know shit like that into like fighting and you also played football like as well yeah, so, right
1: yeah so sports was kind of a, a big thing early on in life um so yeah i did football i did you know youth league baseball did wrestling in high school um so that was definitely something you know that I also had passion for. And then there's also music for a lot of people that don't know is, you know I play piano, Uh, I've been playing probably, wow, it's like 20 years now. Um, But I only took lessons like professionally for like three years, but everything else is like self-taught. So I'm big into music. I went to school for music, uh, audio engineering. um, So I still do that on the side. Um, But honestly, video games is like my number one passion, man, it's always has been. And honestly, growing up as a kid, like, I always had that thought that, like, you know, gaming is, is, is fun, but, like, you can't go anywhere with that in life, you know? You, mm. you, it was kind of frowned upon for you to want to pursue maybe a career in gaming and playing video games the rest of your life. You were seen as, like, a lazy kid that just sits on his ass and plays video games. Word. So I never pursued that. Mm. Like, oh, okay, let me pursue these other things that I'm good at, music you know because that's maybe more acceptable in society standards um but that career also you know is kind of a dog eat dog world itself Mm -hmm. so i never really enjoyed it as much as i do gaming because at the end of the day gaming is like a relief for me bro it's like a safe haven your own you know peaceful place that you can kind of just detox re-energize take your mind off everything that's going on around you and kind of just be yourself so mm. that's why i like gaming
0: yeah man I, I, I feel that and um i guess would you say like because you're 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 kind of like me me and a couple other people that we play with i would say like me you and in stellar quan or genetic we're probably the most competitive three out of probably all the people that we do play with and um i think the, I think that that and you can correct me if I'm wrong I think a lot of that has to do with sports Because I same thing I grew up Playing football playing baseball and I Fucking hated losing <laughs> like Hated it bro like I Hated yeah. the feeling of losing I hated Like like you know Being told especially football man Because I, I don't know how your school was but If we lost bro we were penalized Hardcore Like running laps doing Duck walks bear crawls Until like We're crying dog And then we're like We don't wanna fucking lose Ever again bro Like never again So It's like When we play And I can say this for for you, you You fucking cannot stand Losing
1: thank nope. like you. I'm can't... a sort of loser, bro. I'm toxic <laughs> in that. In that aspect, man, I'm toxic, bro. I ask people that played with me, man. I'm toxic. I don't like losing, man. Like if you fucked up, I'm I'm calling you on on it. Yeah, like, you fucked up, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, would you
0: say because I okay? So we we do have two different perspectives when it comes to gaming and stuff like that. But when you're gaming, do you like what game? Because in like Call of Duty do you you really just care about your kd or do you care about the winning the game as well because i because i would say brs and like cod are like two different beasts you know what I yeah, mean?
1: yeah definitely two different approaches um when it came to cod i don't really care about KD. yeah for sure mm-hmm. definitely like if we can lose the game but as long as my my KD is positive and you know i went off like that's all i cared about mm-hmm. um that's you know that's always been like a self-rewarding game not really much of a team effort even though it was like a, a team-based objective yeah it's never mm-hmm. really about that um battle royale man teamwork bro like i go different for the beast, I go for the right? win and, and yeah kd doesn't matter in a battle royale game like you can have 10 kills 20 kills but like if we lost like you we missed the whole objective of the game mm-hmm. but that's that's my approach of it some people obviously have different opinions but you know i go for the win when mm-hmm. it is is the end goal.
0: Yeah, so we we've uh we we kind of differ In that just a little bit cuz when I I think that um cuz I, I I think I got to the point and I I think that we can talk about this a little bit. When I when I play, when I win, like I want a high kill get like I want both. You know what I mean? Like I don't like the the my bread and butter is being able to have like a fuck ton of kills and also trying to go for the win. But also playing aggressive usually means that you put yourself in uh situations that you shouldn't be putting yourself into. Um, but yeah, so I think that that's one of the things that, uh, especially when, when me and C minor kind of me, C minor and in genetic, I mean, and no cap for anybody who's in here. If I played apex more, we would be probably the most dominant Xbox squad period.
1: No doubt about it, bro. It's a team yeah. money squad right there. Yeah. We were man. winning too many games together, man. <laughs> yeah. Too many.
0: At the at the highlight of us playing Apex, like I think we we were winning like eight, nine, ten games a night out of like eleven or twelve that we were playing, like going in. I kinda went away from Apex as soon as I started streaming, which is uh kind of one of the things I wanna ask you about your stream now. Like, now that you're starting to stream and stuff like that, are you gonna stick with BRs or like or battle royales for people who don't know brs are are you planning on branching out to different games and like trying out different stuff
1: Uh, that's a very good question i honestly never really put much thought into um i mean i would personally probably stick to the games that i like as far as genre um you know i'm very much into the battle royale genre so i definitely would you know tackle any new one that came out try it out um I, I like that aspect of battle royale man it's just like survival of the fittest man like whoever's the best person comes out on top um whatever way it is whether it's you know 20 kills or one bullet for the last kill doesn't matter <laughs> so I, I like i like to take the approach i like on it is the smartest and most strategic person will win yep. and that to me is a lot better than you know skill or how, wow. however you want to think about it um but I'm also into like fighting games. Like I'm big on Smash bro. It's like I have a competitive nature Smash. No Bros,
0: no cap. If you guys like if he starts streaming it, by far one of the best Smash players I've ever seen. And I went to high school at Hungry Box. So like insane. Just saying. Okay.
1: Any Smash players out there, let me know. I'll get you the the switch code and we can we can go at it. But um <laughs> smash bros is like one of those nostalgic games man it first came out in like 96 bro on n64 mm-hmm. bro i remember yeah, that dog. game first came out i had a, a sleepover in fourth grade bro it was like 10 to 10, 10 of us and we were just like up all night playing i just remembered the fun that we had playing and just that game has just always reminded me of that and how much fun you can have in that game um so that game would always be with me other fighter games um i've played madden as a big Part of me take can probably, you know, say some shit about my Madden skills. But, uh, <laughs> Madden uh, is kind of a hate and love relationship because you know, football fan. I love Madden in that aspect, but obviously the the hate aspect is
0: is crazy. Well, the
1: losing, the losing aspect of it. It's, yeah. it's just not fun. It's almost rage level to where I just want to delete the game. And honestly, I did delete the game. Um, I'm just gonna take that disclaimer out of there <laughs> <laughs> it just causes too much stress right now but mm-hmm. um big on football games uh sports games um battle royales fighting games so as long as any new games that come in those genres like i'm always willing to to play it out and try them out
0: i feel that um Well, one of the things, which is funny, because um, we can talk about the direction of your channel. Like, I know that those are the games that you like to play and and stuff like that. But going back to, like, BRs, it's funny because the first BR that we all played together was Fortnite. And that was, like, we got on, didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Nobody knew how to build. We were just aimlessly walking around with fucking, you know, bot level. Like, it was just insane. Nobody built. The game felt like PUBG like right off rip like nobody nobody knew but you hated PUBG. like we tried because we made the quick transfer of like going from fortnite to PUBG, and we kind of went and did that and you stayed at fortnite dog you are like fuck this i'm staying here i'm comfortable here but what what was the difference between the two like what made you like want to stay at fortnite
1: I was just getting good at Fortnite, so it's kind of <laughs> like I wanted to stay there. And you guys are leaving, and I was just getting the handle of like building and the whole mechanics of the game. And I, honestly, I just kind of like fell in love with it because mm-hmm. honestly, just that would have been a game I never would have touched if it wasn't for Eric was like, "Hey, this game is dropping out. Uh, let's and all play free. it." And free,
0: and free, yeah, it's free. You know, let's all yeah. play it. And
1: I was like, "This game looks retarded. It looks like chi- <laughs> it looks looks childish." Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we had, you know, like I said, we had fun playing the game. Game and you know i just stick with it until i kind of got decent with it and i was like yo this, I, I fucks with this game yeah and then PUBG was just a game that I just didn't get good at because obviously a lot different than fortnite but
0: <laughs> yeah the the <laughs> those two those two game. what if i mean the, those two games two different beasts right that kind of so i avoid um i don't know how you you feel you kind of said it you're you you like games that um like you have to think about a lot right that you have to like you know you have to destiny really wasn't that because that's actually how we like met each other destiny was one of those things that you could kind of play in the background and and just talk unless you're doing raids or you're playing trials with me and genetic like that that was it like (laughs) you were playing trials you know what i mean that was kind of one thing but for the most part like those games you like to do well PUBG, I mean in some ranked yeah you have to like Position yourself correctly But for the most part It's all aim based Which is something that like Like you, there's only a There's a, so much of a ceiling For each person You know what I mean Like okay. You can strategically tr- Strategically move yourself But Shit if you Like there were certain times Where like I saw people They're like They move perfectly But if your shot's better Than the other person And they don't have cover You're, you're fucked Fortnite It was one of those things Where it's like I've always said this Fortnite looks like people are playing big boy chess right you're basically playing big boy chess with the other person (laughs) you're playing because that's perfect (laughs) you know because you have two people if you especially when you're in a build war you're more focused on the building to dupe the other person to get them to fuck up than like focusing on your aim which in Fortnite, there's bloom anyway so your aim other than the first bullet that comes out the gun is not going to be precise anyhow so i i so I could understand I can understand why that would probably fit your style more than that, but why why did Apex why did Apex grab a hold of you, dog? Like, you know, what I mean, because Apex Apex is way different than both of those platforms, right? And we like even to this day, like I still don't know. Apex is one of a kind. Like the game is yeah. one of a kind. There's no like. Like I know that you played Titanfall before the game had come out, and that's what probably intrigued you to get on anyway, onto the game, because that game kind of took you away from Fortnite, and you haven't left it yet. So
1: It's true. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've been playing for those, been playing Apex since day one, and mm-hmm. honestly haven't touched Fortnite since then. Rarely touched Fortnite. But honestly, I think it combines the best of you know both worlds, honestly, as far as shooters goes. It just, you know, added an extra element that we haven't seen when it became like, you know, the whole pinging system Mm -hmm. um, that people that played Fortnite, you know, that whole thing was based on what Apex was doing. And I like the fact that the characters are unique in Apex that you don't see in any any other battle royale games where it just focused on the guns and, you know, your aim. Here the characters, you know, you kind of have to think about how to use those unique characteristics and utilize that with teamwork with your other um, characters that everyone else is using, so it, it gives you more of a a chess piece to kind of think about it in the battle royale where you have to kind of work together and think best way to kind of position yourselves and, um, you know, pushing the team versus not pushing the team when to do this, when to do that. It's just a lot more thinking behind it, which I kind of appreciate a lot more.
0: Yeah, I feel like, um, when I so when I play. I was kind of a one trick pony and I think everybody here knows that I was a one when the game first came out, I was a Pathfinder main. Everybody fucking hated me. I did some crazy shit, but for for you, you, you haven't stuck to one character. You have a favorite. Cause whenever I play with you, you, you continuously just do the challenges, which is why you switch up characters so fucking much.
1: I like to be versatile, man. I, I like to be like, I was always in destiny. I could use Hunter, Warlock, or Titan Mm -hmm. just because I like to be able to be in whatever position that I'm thrown in and just be able to help the team. So when it came to a raid, I was, I was not the Eric that can only do a Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) He can't do anybody else. I like to be, you know, versatile where I can, you know, use all the characters, know how to, you know, utilize each of them to their, you know, best, you know, capability. Mm -hmm. so if a team needed a lifeline I'll be a lifeline if a team needs a a wraith I'll be a wraith so it's just being able to be versatile I think that adds more to your skill level than just being able to you know just point and shoot I think being able to use you know your skills in any type of you know environment I think that says a lot more about you than you know being kind of one dimensional
0: so I'm, I'm going to uh I'm I'm actually gonna I'm gonna rebuttal that just a little bit, right? And I, when I when it comes to Destiny, so when we played, and this there's actually a really good point to this. It, it's gonna take me a little bit to get there. So I met C Minor, right, through Simon. Basically, we met we met through Simon, and uh, there was one day the first day that I actually played with with C Minor. They needed a hunter to do the Crota raid. Right, So they were doing the Crota raid. He needed a hunter. Eric was going to go run sword, whatever. It was just going to be a quick thing. Eric was going to dip, go. Eric leaves the party, joins c minor's party. I get a message from Eric, and he's like, we need another person. So I hop in there, right? Eric keeps fucking up, and I ran sword after, like, the sixth or seventh time that, like, Eric had fucked up. So I ran sword, did it. Well, if you guys don't know, Crota, back in the day for Destiny, it was a predominant, like, only, it got to the point where only hunters were allowed to, like, run the sword. Right? That was, like, that was kind of the thing. That was the routine. Only swords would be able to run, and, or hunters would be able to run the sword. What I'm getting at is that I was the only person on Destiny that I can say that... When I used my Warlock, which there wasn't many people that ran Warlocks anyway. I was the I was the only main Warlock out of the, like, hundred people that we played with. The only difference, I'll say, is that I learned how to use my Warlock to do other jobs. Which was something that, like, I don't think a lot of people did playing that game. You know what I mean? And I think that that's kind of always how I've been able to play. Like, my, my thought process is that I'm always going to get good at a character to the point where, like... I can do other people's jobs. Which was kind of the thing that like when I was playing Overwatch, I was able to do the same thing. Like I like characters that were able to do kind of both. Like the warlock in Destiny, I could res people, but I also had like crazy nades. You know, my 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 jumping ability was fucking insane. And like, you know, and uh I I'm a hop on Destiny now. No, I'm not I'm not boasting. I'm just saying like, you know, when you like, C-minor, C-Minor was the one of the first... You and Payne or you know, were the only two people that... Produ- like, you guys ran all three characters every fucking week. All five raids. Like, everything. And I, I respect the shit out of it. And, like, I could run the other characters, but I just didn't feel comfortable running them. But I was also in a position where nobody ran my character. So, like, I just... Whenever we needed... Like, I always fit a role whenever I've played, which... That was kind of the, kind of the thing. So you've kind of been more versatile over over everything. But do you have favorite Apex character? Like if you were to play, we're going back to this. Yeah. If you're if you right now, we're told that you were going to be playing in a tournament, and you had to use one character that you felt the most comfortable with. What would it be? Raj. Just Mirage buff right all now, day. Yeah, he's the
1: best character in the game right insane. now. Insane. His buff yeah. is retarded, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, it's insane. I can say that it's it's pretty nuts. Um, so all right. So now that that we've kind of talked about like the games you play and stuff like that, and like what you're comfortable um doing, and kind of talking about your background a little bit. Um, let's talk about like the last two weeks. What are what are the some of the changes that you've made to kind of make your stream a little bit more professional?
1: Oh, man, honestly, I've been trying to mimic everything Bacon is doing. Um, can you write a book for me? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, man, I've just been trying to honestly do a lot of stuff offline and try to educate myself on, you know, everything that kind of goes into kind of being successful and that, you know, entails social media, um, you know, having an Instagram, Twitch, uh, Facebook, YouTube, I kind of been making all those uh, accounts and kind of just been kind of, you know, putting some content in there just to have something. So when people are like, hey, you know, I want to see more of your stuff, like I actually have something to kind of showcase. Um, so I've just been watching a lot of YouTube videos on how to kind of up, upgrade, like I was on Mixer at the time, um, just trying to make that look more professional, more clean, more sleek, looking to, you know, kind of get more of a quality level out of my stream so a lot of it's been watching videos researching and just networking i feel like that's the biggest part is networking off stream man because that's like how you meet other gamers and um connect with them and kind of build a relationship with them and you know once you do that you meet other gamers and then you know you guys have a relationship to where in like maybe they'll host you and now you have all of a sudden you have 10 more followers just Mm. from that host so it's just building that relationship man it's just um so it's a lot it's it's been overwhelming but i mean it's been (laughs) kind of kind of rewarding and satisfying at the same time Mm -hmm. to be honest
0: yeah man and uh i've been and you also changed your name so you also like went made uh he went made his own he hasn't done a twitter yet we had the conversation before he actually got on here but um, he did a Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, an overhaul of his Instagram, so made a different one, and it and it has the C minor, like gaming, like label now. So that that's that's what the channel is gonna be like, like on there, right? That that that's just what it's gonna be. It's just gonna be C minor gaming for now on. Huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. So I I mean um, that's a uh, that's one of like one of the big things you said like overwhelming. What was like the most overwhelming thing when you like <laughs>
1: just lots to no, know, man like i just feel yeah. from a successful standpoint in order to get there it's just a lot you need to know and mm. honestly i was just oblivious to what goes into making the stream so successful and that's just from watching you man like i'm just a person that just wants to pick up the controller and play like that's it like don't bother <laughs> me with anything else i just want to press play play the game mm-hmm. and that's it mm-hmm. so to research everything that goes into you know getting the quality level that you have on twitch and using you know all the different softwares like obs and Streamlabs and having a pc that can run this and that you can buy all the different parts and have a quality camera and this mm. yo it's just i was like what like, <laughs> what? 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 like i'm an it man so yeah. like stuff like that is usually okay but for me to say it's overwhelming that's like whoa like
0: yeah <laughs> like yeah, this
1: is a lot to take in right now. Well, I think that
0: oh. that's one of the things that, like, we had talked about, right, when I when I first started to, like, talk about, like, streaming. I talked about streaming. I've always talked about streaming. Like, even back in Destiny, I was like, man, maybe I'll start streaming. Because, like, back then it were, really wasn't big. Like, I mean, it was big, but it wasn't, like, YouTube was still, like, the platform. Like, you post YouTube videos, like, you do shit like that. And I, like, didn't want to do it. And then January, I told all you guys, everybody in the group, I was like, I'm I'm streaming. Like... As of March 1st, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to stream and do everything. I did so much fucking research to like learn how to use everything. And I remember like the first week that I was doing it, C minor was like, you had like thought about doing it. You are like, maybe I should do it. Maybe, maybe it will be good. And then C minor messaged me. He goes, what the fuck is this? All, all this information. He goes, what the fuck am I reading right now? and uh yeah man it's 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 fucking wild, so anybody that's out there that like I think one of the, one of the tips that I told you was just like take it slow, read the information that you wanna read, you don't have to go. I went balls deep into streaming, like i I spent the money, spent the cash, I did everything i told I told you guys I was like field out first, and you didn't even know if you wanted to even like take it seriously at that time. You were like, uh, maybe I'll do it, you know what I mean Yeah, like. And then you stopped for a little bit and then you came back and you're like, and now like the last two weeks you've been like, like hitting it, hitting it, like hitting it hard as fuck. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's just one of those things, like the way I am is just like, whatever I decide to do, I don't want to fail at it.
0: Mm -hmm. I want to
1: set myself up to if I want to go full fledged with it, that I know how to get there and, you know, I can have a successful path to get there because I just, how I'm built, man. I like to fail. I don't like to lose. I just, I just wanna be good at everything. Mm -hmm. So, having, you know, the hesitant of, you know, whether to put, you know, two feet in or, you know, one foot out, I just feel like that's not the way to go as far as like having one foot in to streaming. It's either you're gonna go full fledged with it or you're you're just gonna be hesitant and you're not really gonna see growth just because you're 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 one foot in one foot out. Mm. um so that's why I've been kind of going hard the last two weeks, seeing if you know I really enjoy it um, and to see if this is something I do want to kind of pursue mm. um, and to kind of reiterate, man, like you've just been a lot of of the inspiration, you know, just seeing you build your brand, seeing the kind of community that you built, man. I'm just like. You no, know, that would be that'd be great. Like, I would love to have that. So that's why I just been going full fledged with it, man.
0: Yeah, and uh in it yeah, outside of that, like I know you keep like saying that shit. I mean you guys ultimately you guys are deciding to do it. You know what I mean? I didn't really have the only thing you i did was... it, bro yeah you, just, you yeah.
1: ignited the fire mm-hmm. bro <laughs> like that honestly is enough that, yeah you know, That can go with anything in life bro like mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to just be gaming wise you know someone that decides to just you know a crowd of 100 people one person speaks up like and yeah, you're like it, it kind of just builds a fire to everyone else like all right like yeah like let's let's speak up about it so yeah, it's what, the fire underneath our feet,
0: man. Yeah, man, and you know, which is something that I figured we all, because we all have different personalities, right? I mean, that's kind of the one thing. It's the one thing about our group that makes us so special. Is we all come from different backgrounds and we're all vastly different when it comes to personalities. You know what I mean? Like we, granted, me and C Minor's personalities tend to to be the same for the most part. We, we, we're. Stubborn as fuck and there's a couple other things You know what I mean like Um that like I think that's why Like I've gotten along with C minor So much over knowing him Is because we are so Similar you know when it comes to shit like that Um but when it comes To like you're Like you're streaming you took a different Path than I did you decided To go to a different platform so like I Decided to go to Twitch Which by the way All these motherfuckers called me crazy for doing it Because it was so saturated Not just C minor and and the people I play with Other people had like said that I was crazy as fuck For going to Twitch and like trying to do it I will let you know That Twitch is the hardest platform to grow on And the reason why I decided to go on Twitch and do it Was because I feel like I felt like that twitch if i succeeded at twitch i could success i could succeed on any streaming platform if i had decided to leave and that's that's kind of the one thing that i wanted to do now the reason why i decided to do that is different from c minor c minor you're streaming straight from the console you don't have the bells the whistles the you know everything like that just yet so you were kind of you either stuck on streaming on twitch which is like the bitrate isn't the the best on console I mean, it's pretty trash. Or you were going to go to Mixer. So you, you made the leap on the Mixer. Which, how was that experience over, like, the Twitch experience? Like, not, granted, we'll talk about recent stuff. But I'm talking about when you first started. Like, uh, how? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, the easy simplicity of it was the the kind of initial driving factor to going on mixer it's just because yeah it was just a literally a push of a button on the xbox for people that don't know literally there's a tab that says broadcast with mixer and you literally mm-hmm. press that hit start and that's it like you're, you're you're gone so like i thought that was just the easiest way to go so you know i just decided to go with mixer um and then kind of diving more into it um you know i did build a a twitch and mixer account kind of at the same time and Mm -hmm. i honestly started doing mixer a lot more just because i felt um
0: growth was easier on mixer the growth was
1: easier the community i felt was you know a lot more kind of you know connected with each other Mm -hmm. um i heard a lot about twitch as far as it being very toxic and obviously the oversaturation was obviously uh, a concern as well so i decided mm-hmm. to go with mixer um and there's a few other features on mixer that you know it's pretty advantageous if you're a, 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 a new battery streamer out person yeah, yeah industry made a battery out person um because they had kind of like these feature channels called hype zone mm-hmm. if you're not aware basically is uh broadcasting all kind of like the top three teams at the end and it basically just switches between random channels that's basically at the end game and your channel might get hosted. So a lot of that was kind of a decided factor just because I just felt like that was pretty cool just to be part of that to all of a sudden, like you're streaming to one person and then all of a sudden there's a hundred people watching you on stream just to to see if if you win the game or not. So that feature set aside, you know, Mixer to Twitch because obviously Twitch doesn't have that. Um, but yeah like that was kind of like the side of the factors was the easier to build the community and just the simplicity of just being able to press one button and go so
0: yeah man and and that was kind of when you talked about the hype zone I remember like I remember you're like yeah I had like 300 people on my channel like yesterday or some shit like that and I was like what, what? I'm doing something wrong you know what I mean I was <laughs> like what the fuck am I doing and then you explained it to me and I was like that's crazy to have something on your platform because if you wanted to attract new streamers, that's the best way to attract a new streamer, right? Because on Twitch, the only way that you're going to get more publicity is through raids. And, like, you have to personally go out and raid people. But when you raid somebody, it's on you. So if that person is shitty, you're, you're, the people who watch you are going to be like, bro, why the fuck are we here right now? But the fact that Mixer did it on their own, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They didn't put the blame on anybody. And if you were a shitty streamer, you're not going to have people follow you. But if you're a good streamer, if you if, you're quali- if your content is good, they're going to follow you. And so you pick up extra followers. And sometimes, if you're lucky enough, just the thought of, like, they could just come back to your channel. They could, like, be in the hype zone, follow you, and be like, I want to stay with this dude. This dude's fun as fuck, you know what I mean? To hang around. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the discoverability yeah it's a lot harder on twitch for mm-hmm. for a small streamer so yeah if you're uh five persons on mixer and all of a sudden you get a hype zone and you know you're going you know 10 kills in you know you have a nice you know layout and you know people are like oh shit like this guy's pretty good it's like mm-hmm. they'll just shoot you a follow yeah. and all of a sudden you have you know random people that seen your channel that are now part of your community
0: mm-hmm. so, yeah it. man so i think that that was like Cause there's only, I mean, before Rip, like before Mixer dying, like as of yesterday, um, there was only three platforms. Well, I mean, four if you consider YouTube Gaming a platform, but it's not really a platform. YouTube Gaming doesn't push out announcements like, like Twitch does. Um, it doesn't like, it, it like it. It just doesn't. You don't get noticed on YouTube. Like you, if you're on YouTube and you're doing YouTube Gaming. You're probably just doing videos. Unless you're like a Courage JD and like, you know, YouTube is over here sucking your dick. You know what I mean? Giving you money. Like, you're not going to get noticed on YouTube. That, that's kind of... the Even if you were to go out there and like promote yourself and network yourself and stuff like that. Like, there's no push notifications. I mean, most of the people that come to my channel are from the push notification. People see that I go live and then they, they come on. YouTube, you don't really get to do that. Facebook... In my opinion, Facebook gaming, yes, it's a brand new platform. Here's the thing, people. It's a brand new platform that is growing exponentially. But you, t- or Facebook, in my opinion, Facebook is a company shady as fuck. And, like, I don't, for me at least, I, I don't feel comfortable putting my channel on something like that that has no guarantee. For me, like Twitch is the guarantee because, for one, they're on my Amazon, so you know this bitch ain't getting bankrupt, dog. It straight money. But like Facebook, Facebook has done, Facebook has done some things over the years that I'm like, you know what I mean? Like uh, I, I, just don't, I don't feel that way. So that that's why I mean we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later. But for Mixer to like to be transferring their people up to over to Facebook gaming was kind of like, like why, like, you know what I mean? Like, like why is that? And we'll get into it, but like, why is that the company you decided to do it to instead of maybe helping another small streaming platform or even like, like Microsoft, Microsoft and Google are pretty tight knit. Like, I think we all kind of know that they kind of, they're, they're pretty tight, tight knit when it comes to their company. Like why didn't they transfer their people to YouTube gaming? and like try to fix their platform that like it just it's really i don't know i don't know
1: i mean that what i understand that that would make a lot more sense for for google and youtube to kind of acquire to kind of improve their gaming but that is kind of a perfect segue into
0: yeah and we can, can talk and we can talk about it so um we we can we can talk about that real quick so if you guys don't know um it's kind of funny because me and C minor have been talking about some stuff uh, about like, we've been talking about the podcast and stuff like that. And he sent me two links and you know, I ended up reading the links and um, basically he sent me a link of a, of a, of a Twitter post it's actually on Twitter log. Cause it was way too long to be on Twitter um, by meeling Keeley or Kaylee. And he, um, he basically worked for, uh may he he worked on Mixer's team, like on their creative team and and shit like that. And uh if you if you want to explain the situation then we can kind of give both of our takes on on what happened. Um we can go ahead and do that.
1: Uh so as Baker said, yeah, this guy at Millie worked for the Mixer team. Um and he's basically been experiencing racism inside corporations, which is kind of a lot of what we've been seeing across the globe and you know, um, you know, in the media. Um, so he sat in on one meeting, this is by the way, quote from his blog, uh, Mm um, from his experience. Um, there was a manager that mentioned something about their partners. Um, and the manager used an analogy that she is basically a slave owner that owns all the mixer partners. So she owns all the slaves and their content. She used that exact analogy and Millie was upset and, you know, was kind of appalled on that she would use that analogy. Um, So she, he had reported that to HR and, you know, skipped manager level to report that she but, had said something like that. But
0: that was after the one on one that he had because he said that he had a one on one with her to tell her that it wasn't OK to do that before he stepped before he he went to the hr route so he went ahead and that that's noble to me to go to your manager who you have an opposing opinion with to go and say like hey this isn't okay but the response that she gave him was hey like this is why it's okay that i made the comment not you know and and that's when he decided to go to hr and then he did end up leaving as well so that that was kind of something else that had happened
1: and he had mentioned that apparently he was only hired because he had street uh street smarts Mm -hmm. which to him he thought that was just kind of affirmative action and he was just kind of a diversity hire Mm -hmm. and that his word didn't really matter so to him he felt like that was the worst kind of environment that he's ever been in professionally um so that's when he had reported to hr and apparently there was no consequences for what the woman had said. Um so that's what kind of pushed him to write that blog. And honestly, I think that was kind of the ripple effect. Yeah. off to what we've seen in the recent news.
0: Yeah, which we can um which we can I wanna sit here and I, I wanna for everybody who's on here first, like I had me and C minor after you sent me the post, I was like, That's fucking crazy. But i told c minor that i want to do a little bit more research before because it, it is an accusation you know what i mean at the end of the day so he's accusing microsoft of doing that and when i i told c minor i was like i want to do my research first i want to see you know what i mean see if he actually did work there like do everything like that he indeed did work there um and yes like it he wasn't found guilty which is why he put out the blog post like the the not him, but his manager wasn't found guilty. So, he put it out for everybody to see it. And even then, I was like, I still don't know if I really want to talk about it because it is, you know, what, it, what if we do talk about it and then, like, we find out that it's complete and total bullshit and it's on the platform? Here's the thing. After that post came out, partners started to leave Mixer and partners refused to to go back on stream until Microsoft... Told For one, either told the story of what actually happened, or two, just got justice for what happened. And the thing that kind of pissed me off is that instead of Microsoft coming out and going, this isn't true, this is what really happened, or, you know, just firing the bitch, he literally, like, they, they literally decided, hey, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and shut Mixer down. Like, we're going to go ahead, shut Mixer down, and move everybody to Facebook Gaming for me, that looks like – because Millen's, Millen's response, right, is small news unless you know about it and, and it spreads. You know what I mean? But if Microsoft tells everybody that Mixer is being shut down, that's, that's put in the closet. Millen's, Millen's response is put in the closet, all the partner talk, because now everybody's talking about all the people on Mixer and where they have to go, not about why Microsoft decided to make that decision. Now, if they decided to make that business decision, like, prior to, then I understand. But here's the thing, and this is why I'm kind of pissed off about it. It looks like a quick decision. Millen puts that response out. Partners start leaving. Partners start telling them that that they're not going to be on the platform. And then all of a sudden, boom, Microsoft's like, fuck it. They probably got on the phone with Facebook Gaming and went, do you want our people or not? Of course Facebook's gonna say yes You know what I mean? Because they're trying to grow their brand right now They moved over Now If that was a decision that That Microsoft was making And this Like Millen's response was kind of the push Towards it Microsoft needs to come out and say why They did it Like say like You know Because it wasn't like Mixer was growing Like Everybody who was new to streaming Was going to Mixer Things like that It, It just looks really shady And And um I'm very disappointed because I've been a Microsoft brat my whole life and uh you know I'm I'm very disappointed with the decision that they're making whether or not you guys actually know what happened or if you guys agree or disagree if Millen's story was really false Microsoft would have come out and said that it was bullshit but there hasn't been any response to it other than the media and like other people retweeting his response and as well as like answering it there there hasn't been a microsoft response now microsoft if you want to look at it business end wise it's a smart decision that they don't say anything and they just let the transition happen because they get swept under the rug but it also should show you that big corporations are going to do what they're going to do to keep their money because if they did come out and say like hey this is what what happened and this is you know what i mean and and manned up they they lose a lot of shares They lose a lot of shareholders The The company starts to loo- lose profits And shit like that And um, you know I, I I would like to say for everybody who was on Mixer You know It's really shitty that all those people That were partners of Mixer Now have to go into Unknown territory of going into Facebook Gaming which is brand new And everybody and their mom is trying to get onto it And guess what Donations like the, there is no partner program to my knowledge on Facebook like it's it's very unknown waters again so now those people that went to Mixer because they didn't want it sat- to be on a saturated platform they're back to Twitch and like it's just uh, I don't know I don't know how to feel about it and uh, I just want to say that I'm, I'm pissed off with how Microsoft handled it pissed off about the whole thing I hope that Millen was telling the truth like I said, it is an accusation. I think that, CMI, you could probably agree. Like you would hope that that's not what actually happened, but when a company goes and does what they just did, like it's very hard to believe. It's it's very be- very hard to believe that it's false. That's all. So
1: exactly, I think you hit all the nails in the head with that. And I think it was Microsoft's response to that getting out and the fact that from someone, you know, obviously part of the Mixer community, seeing a lot of the people I was following leaving and refusing to stream out Mixer again until they addressed the issue. I think at that point is when Microsoft was like, before this gets out of hand and we lose tons of money, we're going to make this move. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. So that's what I believe pushed them to, to let Facebook buy them out before they lost, you know, losing bat—they were already lo- le- uh, losing a battle with Twitch. They were trying to compete, and honestly, I feel like this was just gonna put them even to a deeper end.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. And you know, the crazy thing—and uh—which which I'm on the I'm on the other side of the coin, right? So like, on and on Twitch's end, you know how many people ended up on my channel? Just so you guys know, for for everybody who was you know how many people ended up on on my channel because they're like, we're coming over from Mixer. Like I had four or five people say, I'm coming over from Mixer, I built my community, now I don't there's a lot of people that are like I don't even know if I wanna restart all that bullshit. And especially on a more saturated platform. You know what I mean? It's like what do you you know, it it's one of the, it's one of those things it's it's very shitty. And like I just want everybody who's in here that does stream on Mixer and shit like that, try again. If you're really passionate about it You really want to do it You're not just in it for the money Like you want to make it a career Do it Like it's totally It's totally worth it Like if you need help I'm here If you need help Like talking about shit Like how to grow your communities I'm here like You'll get through this shit It's just a bump in the road dog Like that. that's all it is So and I, and I told C minor the same shit Cause C minor probably had the same thought Of like I don't know what to do so it's one of those things where like yeah, cause you and Lupus were talking about Lupus does not want to go to Twitch like he refuses Like, (laughs) Lupus would rather stream like on his phone to like a hundred people than use Twitch and like that's understandable but I'm letting y'all know now since I've been on Twitch I've met some fantastic people and like all the people that I have met who are streamers are fucking great community is great everything like that once you get up to having a thousand followers or a thousand a thousand people watching your channel is when i believe the toxicity starts i believe that that's when the toxicity starts i think that at the highest level of twitch it is toxic but i think it's only toxic because they're battling so hard for the bag right now we're battling for a dream and that's you know those are two different things so the people that You know, I I was talking to Falcon this last podcast when he did meet the streamer. He said, it's crazy. Like, right now, it's crazy how many partners and how many affiliates I meet. Because when I first started, I didn't meet anybody who was affiliated. Didn't meet anybody who was partner. And guess what? Like, now that I have become affiliate, I've met more affiliates. I've met more partners. I have, like, met some fantastic people. And people have been... People drop their people when they like your content. And, like... You know, you just have to be positive about it. Mixer dying is not the end of your streaming career, for real. Like, it's it's not going to. Like, there's always going to be new platforms that are going to pop up. There's always going to be, you know, if you really want to grind and you really want to do the thing, do it. Like, why the fuck not? Like, why why not try to make your dream become successful? Like You know what I mean? Like, I, I told... I tell people all the time, and I'm sorry for ranting, C minor, but like I I tell people all the time, you are only as good as as much work as you put into your platform, and like success breeds success, and hard work breeds more hard work, and that's just that's cut and dry, and that that's you know that I wholeheartedly. Show him the tattoo, to. bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which which not a lot of people know is there, you know, like I I I mean that shit, so. um that that being said um i was kind of like uh i was very nervous about talking about this shit and i've I've always been nervous about talking about um but the world's fucking crazy right now and like companies like microsoft all these big wig companies they need to be on the forefront of showing that they do care about the people that they work that work for them and they do need to to be there for the people that are that are helping their business grow because at the end of the day companies die when the people that are under them don't want to work for them anymore so like the the world like i said is fucking crazy the the riots the protesting the the peaceful protesting everything that's going on right now police brutality it's happening like you got to get like i i don't want to be that guy but you should be helping the world Stop the protests By making the world better That's the only way that this shit like racism And shit like that is gonna stop is if You decide to speak on it And you decide to talk about it So you know I it, it, it needs to happen like this This from Microsoft pisses me off More than anything in the world I mean There's other things that piss me off but this Just being just being cause it hits So close to home Being a streamer and shit like that and also like lupus and and c minor being part of the platform it's just not it's not right it's not right so
1: um
0: all right Um, i'm i'm done bitching about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so you so you can end your rant and i can kind of yeah pick off where you left Mm -hmm. off um so i mean technically i kind of work for microsoft so i can kind of speak on the test of that for those that don't know, I work for LinkedIn and we're acquired by Microsoft. Um, but it comes down to literally each and every single one of us. It doesn't even come down to the big corporations because the people that make the big corporations is, is us. Um, at least us at LinkedIn, we know that we are empowered enough to make that change. We have the power to um, care for each other. If you show compassion and empathy towards each other, we can you know, change the world, we can change policies, we can come together, and, you know, build that better place. It, everyone has that individual power. So don't feel powerless, feel, you know, that you can speak out, feel that you can voice your opinions, have that difficult conversation. It's, that's, that's the biggest advice I can give you is have that difficult conversation, because that is how you grow. That is how, um, you kind of relate to other people and hear each other's stories. A lot of people, you know, are fighting battles that we never see because we don't have those conversations with our friend, our parents, our, you know, closest friend, you know, have that conversation. Um, As far as, you know, the mixer community from what I've seen is so, it's so welcoming and so close that I feel if you built a community, they're going to follow you wherever you go. So, you know, I have a lot of the mixer, you know, people that I've seen come over to Twitch, all of their followers coming with them. Um, And and I'm, you know, one of those, you know, that follows some people that came over to Twitch. And it's basically that community and family you built, you built. And that is, you know, that is something that you can take pride in, regardless of whatever platform you decide to do, you know, that hard work you put in is going to keep those people that actually you know, care about your stream and your content are are going to come with you, and that Mixer can't take away. Microsoft can't take away. So that's the biggest thing I can tell you there.
0: Yeah, man, it's um, it's one of those things where uh, I guess it. So when I when I first started streaming, I think that one of the the biggest things that I had to change was, and 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 I still I still there's a lot of things that I do have to change on on like how I speak and stuff like that, but me off of stream is different than me on stream, and like and and c minor can tell you like me on stream like my personality, I am who I am, but the way that I speak off of stream, like a lot of people don't know like i I come from the hood like i am you know what I mean, so like the yeah i'm i'm it's weird like hearing me outside of outside of my channel and stuff like that, I'm the same person, I'm still the same like, goofy fuck that, like, has fun playing video games and stuff like that, but you have to understand that, like, you, when you're on a platform, you have to be careful about what you say, and uh kind of fell into that, and I kind of looked into it too deep, and um for everybody who's on here, like, the shit that's happening in the world now, I was very weird, like, very nervous about talking about it because of who I am and shit like that and, like, didn't want to knock down the brand but for something, like, as blatant as is what happened yesterday and what's going on, like I felt like I had to say something and, uh, if it wasn't for C Minor, I probably wouldn't have said anything about it or even wanted to talk about it, so um just know but that, I, uh-huh
1: you, I mean, you brought up a good point because I actually had this conversation with my manager at work, my manager being uh older white lady, mm-hmm and my team is actually a very diverse team from you know a lot of backgrounds and she actually reached out to me directly and had a one-on-one conversation we ended up talking for like 2 hours and she knows like within our team we have like a family oriented mm. you know kind of atmosphere where we feel we can talk freely but she brought up a good point is that she realized outside of that is not the case We all each individually have to deal with things on our own. And she noticed she can't relate to having that open, honest conversation outside of our daily meeting that people have to deal individually with, you know, what's going on in the world and racism. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we all have a platform here. We all here on Twitch because we all care about the same things. We're all passionate about, you know, either gaming or, you know, podcasting. And, you know, we all have similar hobbies. Outside of that, it's a different world. So this is kind of our safe space, but no, you know, the people that you meet here in the relationships you build, you know, take that outside, you know, build that community outside, have those conversations with people outside of this platform.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: that's you know the biggest advice I can give you. If anything you don't leave with is, you know, that it's just um, you know, feel free to have those conversations and build that relationship with people. You know outside of your comfort zone like, a lot of people you know love to be in their comfort zone i know i'm one of them and i have mm-hmm. a hard time you know have those conversations outside and i'm trust me we can build a better place and we can build a better platform of the toxicity of twitch <laughs> we just you know just connect with one another
0: yeah and i think that um you know for for those people who are are starting to to be on twitch listen man like you don't have to be fake when you get on stream you don't have to throw on a facade you don't have to you know you you can be yourself but as long as you're a good person as long as you're kind as long as i mean some people get away with being dickheads you know what i mean but like for the most part right like you're as long as you are yourself and you and you show people that like you're a genuine person, which I, I think that most most people deep down are genuine people, but they just don't know how to show it correctly. You know what I mean? If you show that you're a genuine person, people will follow you. Even if the content is weird, like, doing this podcast was weird, dude. Like, I decided to do these podcasts to give people a different perspective on, like, I just showed you, like, look at Falcon and the way he started streaming to now, like, look at C minor and then look at me. Like, all three come from different ways of life. All three are doing the streaming thing differently. You don't have to be cookie cutter. Like, that, that's the reason why I decided to, to do this. I also decided to do this to have difficult conversations with people, which is what is on the White Box Theory like podcast. And, um, you know, those, those, uh, those things need to happen conversations need to happen people need to talk like you know that things don't change unless people bring it up like that that's just true if you want if you think twitch is oversaturated guess what there's millions of people that stream on it every day but if you become affiliate you're on the top percentage of twitch and people realize that people see that so just just aim aim for getting affiliate and then after that, aim to building your community. And I promise you, your channel will grow. And nobody's gonna take that away from you. Like at all. Who who in the right mind, right, would go, oh, he's moving to Mixer? Fuck him. Fuck him. Like fuck him. Like I'm not like look at Shroud and Ninja, for instance. They went to Mixer. Granted, the population of Mix is not huge. Mixer is huge, but their percentage of people that watch based off their viewer was the same percentage as what it was at Mixer. Same percentage. So, just don't be afraid of it. But, um, going into, I think one of the last, uh, going, going, uh, like, kind of segue away from, the, the one of the things that I want to talk about, um, the, like, I want to talk about, what are your plans? Like, there's two more questions I have. What are your plans now for your channel? Like, what do you want to do now that you're coming to Twitch? Like, what are, like, the next steps that you're going to do?
1: Honestly, um, right now, my focus is kind of building the brand and building the community. And then, honestly, if I get to a point where I'm like, you know, I can really, really see myself doing this, then I'll probably invest more into it. Mm. Getting a whole setup, you know, getting a nice background that's not bland like this so <laughs> getting a legit setup with you know the streaming lights and you know the decoration but you know more into kind of doing what you're doing and now you're not you're you're more than just you know gaming you're more you have a whole brand you have a podcast you have three of them um that i've seen each and every one of them and it's you know it's dope and i'm just thinking about like what other things can i you know dive into mm. um for those that you know part in the beginning like i'm into you know piano i do music so like i could do that on stream um and you know build on that and just try to continue to build and invest more into that brand once i kind of get myself acclimated with the community and you know decide if this is really what i want to do
0: yeah yeah uh, it's actually funny that you say that because i had i had suggested we we were talking we were talking on the salt factory podcast which is the podcast with the boys right so like we were talking and we we had actually talked about streaming and i would you know we i had asked genetic do you play on streaming i asked c minor if he was going to take it more serious and he's like eh. and i i have made the suggestion that maybe he should start playing music because c minor is one of the most talented dudes on the keys i've ever seen like he flat out like he can flat out like he does if you guys don't know on his own Instagram he does giveaways like for people to, to guess a song and he does that you do that once a week, right? Pretty much. Uh,
1: every every two weeks.
0: Yeah. So he goes on and, and he actually does it, but he can play by ear, which I know that like is fucking nuts. I can't do it. And like you can also read sheet music and it it's insane. So like I, I had made this suggestion because I find it very intriguing and he's also released some beats and stuff like that that he made when he was in college. That I'm trying to get my hands on, you know what I mean. So, like, for my own channel, so it's it's one of those things where, like, you know, I felt I still feel like if you did that, that is like, for one, it meets your personality. Your two, you you are passionate about it as much as like, you don't touch it as much. Um, in three, like, it, it you know, it, it's fucking entertaining as shit, and I think that people would think people would, would be very attracted to it. So when you told me. I think you, it was like three days ago when we were talking about it, you had like told me some of your plans, like you wrote out, like there was four things that you wanted to do. And, uh, one of them, we, well, two of them we talked about, we talked about you playing piano and we talked about one of the podcasts that you wanted to do, because I told you that I would a hundred percent be part of that if you wanted, if you wanted me to, it's just at the time when you have brought it up, I was like, I just can't. Like I, I have too. I had too much on my plate. Now I'm starting to like get it down packed. Like I have somebody that's gonna be doing all my emails and scheduling and shit like that for, for uh for the stream. So like now more of my time is freed up and you I can do something. Time, it, yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird. So I'm I trying
1: to get bacon money. Man. <laughs> I'm trying
0: to be wrong. So um and uh it's it's one of those things where you know you. you you have to think about it I I have like made business decisions and like I think a lot of people I think you guys didn't see like I think that was one of the first time. one of the first things I told you was like everybody sees the the eight hours of your stream but nobody sees the five hours you put in outside your stream you know and that's that's kind of a, a big big thing and one of my other big things was like I was so worried about growing that like I lost track on how much I was streaming and I've cut that back now and I've kind of left it because I still feel, and you can say that you could probably say different or not. When I stream at shorter times, I have more people show up because those people know that I'm only there for a limited amount of time. They show up, they chill and then they dip. If I stream 10 hours, which by the way, yesterday I streamed eight hours. That shit was crazy um, because I hadn't done that in a while. I, yeah, I, it it, still blows my mind, like, the amount of people that come in and and shit like that, but going back, what kind of podcast do you want to do, like, what is your, what is the podcast, because I think that there's somebody else that would be very, just talking to him and knowing him, I think that there's one other person that I feel like could be part of that, that, you know, that, and he'll blow it out of the park, but what kind of, what kind of podcast is it?
1: I mean, this is this is just a vision. All right. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, mm. you guys know I'm into music, uh, obviously into gaming. I mentioned football, um, but I'm also a big anime fan, bro. Huge, um, huge anime. We bro yeah, uh, like man. cosplay dress up to every comic con I can go to, bro.
0: Anyone
1: anywhere in the world doesn't matter I'm going mm-hmm. um so you know I would love to do an anime podcast just to talk about you know what's the newest anime you know have you seen this, talk about the episode, whatever you know like that that would actually be pretty cool um and I'd probably do a football one too, man, just because I'm heavy into like fantasy football um I don't have a favorite team, uh so I can't you know disclose that, but you know I'm always willing to talk any team any player um just because that's also another thing that i'm very much into uh so that's just two ideas for podcasts you know that i could build upon if i do decide to go that route
0: mm-hmm. and uh the, the the person that i was talking about we so minor got me onto to watch the anime and like i've kind of now i kind of went od with it and uh ever since he he, he kind of put me on and like like i i've been watching it now for four years like i've been watching anime and i had a lot of like i had a lot of catching up to do because c minor has been watching it forever all these people that were watching anime that are into anime you guys are watching it forever i had to compact everything so i can talk about it because if you say that if somebody's like did you watch that anime and you say no they're like eh, get the fuck out of here you know what I mean like that's just the Next. weeb community you know what I mean Next. so like I was just starting to knock him out and kill him the person that I'm talking about is tank tank is a huge fucking anime fan like oh, insane like insane like he'll ask me about animes and stuff like that and I'm like what that's an anime like what the fuck is that and like he's insane and I think like his knowledge base I think he would be I I feel like if you were part of that, I feel like it w- it would be amazing. It, it, me. <laughs> Test t- you. Yeah, you, bro. You have talked about it here on on the channel, but you know, so I it, it's just one of those things where, um, I want to say like I'm very excited to see your brand grow, and I'm very excited to like help you get there,
1: get it, man,
0: and like you know get you like help out and, and shit like that and help as much as you want me to i know like it's told lupus it's one of those things where like i've told people that like, i'll help them out but part of the the whole streaming experience is doing it by yourself and learning what works for you what works for me does not work for everybody else now you got questions about obs i got you fam you got questions you know what i mean yeah but, but i can't tell bro, you like
1: i spent all day sunday working on my mixer overlays bro like God. first of all first of all when i figured out Lightstream was a thing i was like oh word i can actually have some legit shit like bacon mm-hmm. and then only to find out like their shit is mad limited and then all the work that i did put in to kind of make it look okay down the drain
0: down the drain <laughs> well you know, and that was kind of so Lightstream. We can talk about that because it's kind of a mixer, it's kind of a mixer thing, right? It's like Lightstream is an a third party product that goes into Mixer and then puts the overlay where you have like it basically puts your camera border under the nine slots that you can put your camera. Right, and then you can put the the whatever, and you put your camera on Lightstream too. Is that correct? So you can put your camera on Lightstream because I I know Lupus I think does that, where his camera is on Lightstream, and not, Basically,
1: um, it basically takes your stream from Mixer, it goes to Lightstream, and then feeds it back out. Mm-hmm. Um, so wherever your camera overlay is, you literally can just drag over borders and you mm-hmm. know text and whatever to whatever you want.
0: And that service. I okay, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was very weirded out by the service because I was like, for me, I'm all about like quality, you know what I mean? Like, my, my I try to keep stuff quality and stuff. When I watched, I was like, kind of iffy. I'm like, what the fuck is this product? Then I watched Lupus's stream and I was like, that product is perfect for somebody who is trying to get into streaming, not necessarily like their fault. Like, they you basically put a little. Like, you spend a little bit of money, you make your Mixer stream look different than everybody else's because you actually look like you're running OBS, but at the same time, you're not breaking your bank by doing it. Exactly. Exactly. So, and here's the thing, people. You can't do that on Twitch. You can't. Unless you can use Lightstream to stream for Twitch. I really highly doubt that you can think that there needs to be if somebody's out there watching this or or listens to this because it is going on spotify tomorrow make a product that can link up with twitch so you can do the same thing and i promise you you'll become rich
1: that you don't rich. need a pc to run because that, that was the biggest drive is mm-hmm. that you know people still me included just stream straight out of console and there wasn't a way to apply overlays. So obviously I didn't want to break bank because I'm not too sure if I want to do the investment. Yeah. So that was a kind of a good, you know, product for me to kind of got my hands a little, little dirty on.
0: Mm-hmm. Um but you know that so it's one of the things. The only thing that I didn't like about Lightstream after watching Lupus's thing is that the delay for the camera, for some reason, the game was fine. But whatever camera and audio that was coming from him was no longer synced. But your camera's so small, anyway, that you can't really notice. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I'm picky. Yeah, I got I'm you. Picky. So like you know, so it was one of those things. But you know, I think that that my product's crazy, man. But now, now that you know, you said that. So Twitch, you're gonna call Twitch home for your streams now? Or are you gonna still feel about on where you wanna go?
1: Uh. Twitch is home for now. My vision is to maybe inv- maybe do some restream, which is basically another third party product that allows you to stream to multiple platforms. Yeah. Like YouTube, Facebook, et cetera. Um, but obviously that would require the whole piece
0: of setup.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the next step. And my decision making till then is, you know, to be determined.
0: Yeah. But you can still I mean the bit rate and stuff like that which you can change on your Xbox and, and everything like that for Twitch but Twitch don't get it wrong people if you're also on Xbox and you've been streaming the Mixer because it's, you can still download the Twitch app and still stream from your Xbox.
1: I actually streamed today and the quality I mind mind you it actually was actually pretty good. Yeah. am <laughs> not gonna lie I don't know what was different but the bit rate and quality was, was, fire. was
0: great. Um so that that being said, like going, like my my last question is, I know you've been like, oh, this. If I decide to do it, when you when you decide to do it, because it's only a matter of time. Um, where do you see your streaming like going in the next like three years? Like, where would you want it to be the next years. three years?
1: Jesus, man, three years? Wow. See, I'm not that type of person to think into the future, but I mean, since we're here and you put me on the spot, um. I mean, I haven't done too many research into, you know, the whole Twitch affiliate and partner, but I mean, I would love to be a big time streamer mm-hmm. and have people want to go to my channel to indulge in the various things like the podcast, like the gaming, like the music. So that's kind of where I envision having my brand. Um, so if that leads to a partnership, I would love to go and meet other people at cons so like as you know like i mentioned comic con is like my big thing i would love to go to a con meet people because they want to meet the streamer in real life cosplays as myself in that picture I would love to cosplay as that ninja right there in that picture guys. Yeah. And just man. meet people and they'd be like, Oh my God, it's C minor. Like, <laughs> that's honestly it would be the coolest shit, bro. And I'm just <laughs> taking pictures. pictures all day. Cause I just love taking pictures at cons and mm-hmm. just like, Oh my God, can I get your picture? Can I get your picture? It's the best feeling in the world, man. Cause it's mm-hmm. just like, everyone is just so loving and you know, they just love the same things you're into. Yeah. So to me, that's just like a feeling. You just can't, you just can't replicate.
0: Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I mean, the reason why I asked three years, right, is it, it kind of does put you on the spot. But at the same time, if I had if I had told you a year from now, your answer wouldn't have shown how passionate you are about it.
1: Sure.
0: If I tell you three years, you really have to think about it. You feel like you're put on the spot because it seems like it's so far away. So that that's why I ask it like that. Uh you know, for, for those people that, that are, that are still here, still watching, still listening, which is still crazy to me. Cause it's the first podcast that I've done in, and, and I didn't put it out until today because I fucked up last night. So I didn't put it out on my social media and shit like that. But C minor, I actually asked him a couple of days if he wanted to be on to fill the slot. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've asked people that question on like why, like I asked Falcon At the end of each of these meet the streamers I'm going to ask everybody the same question And everybody gives different answers Right so um, One of the big things is that Everybody Everybody's streaming career they're doing it for Different reasons right so Like C minor he just said it Like you know he's very passionate about Like he just wants to share His passion with the rest of the world And have it reciprocated As well you know what I mean so It's just one of the things that you have to think about Falcon, he said the same thing. he just wants to put his content out like his content is what his passion is, and his content's great me, I've always just wanted to to build something greater than myself so um that being said, you know and my other thing, like streaming, I've always wanted to put people on, so I've always wanted to like do I've always wanted to do this to help other people do the same. Like I've always wanted to be able to give people more than I had as a kid. You know what I mean? And like be able to help those people that went through my situation and be able to help them as well. So felt like this was kind of the only way for me to do it. That or winning the lottery. And we both know that winning the lottery is uh less obtainable, you know. So <laughs> um, But um that that being said, uh I wanna thank everybody who's here, everybody that chilled, um, everybody that hung out want to tell you that uh meet the streamer is going to be back every week now so that that is a thing um i'm on here we're 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 doing we're doing this this is not a like i've now got my life together got my scheduling together i've got somebody helping me out scheduling you know what i mean that that's a big thing um but the next podcast is going to be on thursday it's going to be the salt factory podcast i got some guest people that are going to be on um you know and are we're, we're going to talk about some shit and then uh on the white box theory podcast um I'm going to announce on Wednesday who the guest is going to be um and you guys might actually uh be a little excited about it so um that being said um I love everybody I love you Man. I thank you for coming on here bro like thank means you for a having lot. me bro um, appreciate
1: everyone here too but
0: if you're in this bitch and you haven't give that man a follow please give him a follow this content's worth it like it. trust like it it's definitely worth it um but that being said i'm going to go ahead and uh we're going to go raid somebody real quick um and you guys know who she is you know she she's cool fucking people um but uh let me see if i can get her and we're going to go ahead and raid her. Go ahead, say hello to Earl. She is the man. I mean, not a man, but she's she's good peeps. You know what I mean? She, she's great. Um, but we're going to go over there, say hello to her, um, raid real quick. But much love, my dudes. See y'all later.
1: Hey does.